0: Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker
1: and Lindsay Adams. And welcome back. Our special guest today is Danielle Matthews. Danielle comes to us all the way from Salt Springs in Florida. And I have to confess, I did not know where Salt Springs was, and uh, Google is going to solve that problem for me shortly. Uh, So welcome, Danielle.
2: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys.
1: Now, today, we're here to talk about the top five tips for entrepreneurs. Danielle has an interesting background. Let me fill you in. At the age of 23, she was hit by a drunk driver and sustained a life-altering injury to her brain. The medical world said there was no hope of recovery and told her to accept this life as her new normal. Although her body was physically impaired, her spirit was strong, and she refused to believe their diagnosis. Her mind was determined to recover, and she did. She's a testament to the concept of post-traumatic growth, has built an international business leading an organization that did $2.2 in sales last year, authored an e-book called Mind Control, It's All in Your Head, and shares her life-altering experience with countless people around the globe. So we're here today, as I said, to talk about the top five tips for entrepreneurs. So Danielle, tip number one, what have you got?
2: Be present. Uh, This sounds so simple, but to me, it is everything. People want to do business with the people they know, like, and trust. We all know that. And I think uh, so many people get it wrong when networking, when doing business, when working with clients, because they're so in their head thinking about, well, what is the next step? What do I need to say next? How do I do this? And what I have found is that if you can just receive people, I often picture myself as just like the sky. I just receive people as they are with no judgment with no chatter in my own mind, I'm just open. And it is amazing how many people aren't seen, aren't heard in their relationships, at work, in life. And when you are that space for someone, the level of trust that gets built happens like that. It has collapsed so much time for me uh, as I've learned to build my business uh, entirely in the cold market, learning to work and network with people that I didn't know, that just being present in the moment no mind chatter uh, has been a beautiful opening for me.
1: So, Danny, I had this experience where you, you're standing talking to someone and their eyes are darting all over the room. They're not really listening to you, are they? They're looking to see the next best opportunity or, or, or you know, when when are the drinks coming or the food or whatever.
2: Exactly. Or those people that are just like, you can tell they're not listening to what you're saying and they're just like ready to jump in with whatever they want to say. And I just, I, I never want to be that person. And so that's why I've just taught myself to step back, to receive, to, to just be there. And yeah, you'll see some people, I'm like, if that's the way they are, I know very quickly, like, well, this isn't probably someone I want to do business with. <laughs> so I know to move on. Um, but it's it's amazing how many people open up very quickly. Uh, when you are just, I think it's the non judgment piece. People when people feel so well received, um, they're able to be their authentic self. And in business and in networking, I think you know walls are up, people are nervous, like there's like a lot there, but when you can do that, walls come down very quickly
0: and Danielle, so let me ask you that I mean when you go networking and we talk about this a lot it is is everyone i I tend to find that half the room are trying to tell people how great they are and and a lot of it is 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 quite frankly bs because they're trying to build up their own ego um. And so as soon as, so they don't have any depth, as soon as you start questioning them, it falls apart. And then they want to go and talk to someone else who, who mm-hmm. will believe their story, you know, yeah. um, and, and I, you know, and, and so it's interesting of how, you know, how do you, how do you weed that out? How, how are you present enough to, to kind of see through the, the, the BS?
2: I think when your mind is still, you receive it. I think you receive it energetically. You can feel it, right? And you can start to feel who's like strong in themselves, who's a little all over the place, insecure, who's anxious, who maybe is talking because they don't really have much and they're trying to like distract or maybe they're just nervous. Like I have found, at least for myself, when my mind is quiet, I receive people better and I'm able to kind of determine and um, networking situations, right, they're, they're, they can be awkward. And so what I try to do is just ask questions that put people at ease. And I'm super curious. And I, I found once I get people talking about themselves, and I get them past the like the BS of surface level business, whatever chit chat. Um, that's where there's really meat, <laughs> and where we can really figure out like, you know, and and not everyone is supposed to connect with everyone. Like I don't try to do business with everyone. I'm looking for the ones where I've got the right connection and we can together, you know, make some magic. And that's not everyone. When I go to a networking event, I look for five people. Like if it's a big, you know, like a mixer type of thing, I want to leave there with five connections that felt like there was depth so that I can explore them later. I don't want 20, 30 people's contact information. I'm just not interested.
0: Danielle, Um you need to obviously order Lindsay's first book, which is called "The DNA of Business Relationships," um, and, and on on Amazon and all other good servers. But no, I, that wasn't really the reason for doing that.
1: Talk okay. about similar stuff, Danny. I'll oh, trust me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on from there, so so we're talking about the top five tips for tips for entrepreneurs. We're present and and accounted for. Hit us up. Tip number two.
2: Tip number two for me is to accept the polarity of life. I think that, so what do I mean by this? Um, Number one, like the law of polarity tells us that things will always swing equal and opposite. Um, So that's one thing to just know about that. And so I know if I'm going through a tough time in my business, right, there are ebbs and there are flows. And the dark times um, behind me, you guys can see it, those listening can't, but I have a yin yang with a tree of life in it. And I have that as a constant reminder to me that there is dark and light in this life. There are times that things are wonderful and there are times when things are painful. And I think as people, just this is in business and just human nature, we prefer the good times. I <laughs> think We want the good times. We want the money flowing. We want the business growing. We want the customers. We want the, the new business partners. We want all of that. But what I have found to be true in my business is that it is in the struggle that I get stronger that I learn things. It's when I fail. It's when I fall down. It's the dark times. This is why the roots come in the dark. And this is when the strength of you as a person and your resiliency goes up and your business will improve because it's going to force you to ask some pretty serious questions. Sometimes it's looking in the mirror at your own self about (laughs) what you're doing and not doing to drive your business forward. And uh, sometimes it's just realizing and accepting, look, I need to see the bigger picture. I need to realize where I am right now and realize this challenge is making something possible. I'm supposed to learn some certain lesson now to take me to the next level in my business. I think too many people just want to go from zero to hero and it's the journey (laughs) that gets you there. And realizing this polarity is key and it's easy to forget because in the moments of the hard times, like it's hard to keep perspective. And so that's why it's a tip for me is to always have that in the background, which is why I do
1: so um, what's the difference between polarity and duality then?
2: Yeah, so it's a, that's a good question. Um, the way that I, I look at that, polarity is realizing, right, with a yin-yang, it's a good example, that there is a circle. There is a whole. The, it's two parts to a whole. And when we can see that, we can see the balance, Right. Duality, what happens with duality is when we have preference, when we pull the two apart and we say, I like this and I don't like this. This is okay. And this is not okay. Right. I want all the money coming. I don't want any of the failure along the way. And duality, it, (laughs) it's just. It can't be that way, right? There's going to be dark times. And if you only care about and only want and only are, o- are okay when things are okay, you're going to have a hard time in life. This is why most people have a hard time because the human mind decides to split things and the ego says, I want this. I like pleasure. I don't like pain. And it, it moves us towards towards one side. And a lot of conflict, a lot of stress happens. And that is what, I'm, what duality means, the way I picture it. And if you can come back to just polarity, realizing, okay, both of these pieces make up one whole, and I can just be with what is right now and try and figure out what am I supposed to be learning, right? What roots am I kind of shooting out right now to get me stronger in business and in life? Uh, You're going to have a lot easier of a go with it.
1: Okay. So let's move on now to tip number three.
2: So, what I would say uh, is that it's about inner karma. So, understanding that. Life, it's an equation. You have the external world plus your internal response that equals your reality. Most people very quickly jump to blame an external circumstance. Mm -hmm. Well, my business isn't growing uh, because of... You know the economic situation, inflation, blah 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 blah. Like, there's a million external things that happen in this world, and I know you guys know this well, and those listening have probably figured it out too. It is hard to control the external world. You can't. Okay, life is going to happen, right? You read my bio. I got hit by a drunk driver. I was doing nothing wrong. It was seven o'clock in the morning, right? Like, 7 and life happened.
1: In morning, goodness.
0: Yeah. I, I thought yeah. that only happened in Australia that people are drunk at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
2: It happens here too. Uh, And here's the thing. Let's use that as an example, actually. My internal response for the first year, I was ticked off. I was angry. I felt like this shouldn't have happened. I didn't deserve it. Why me? All of these things. And I'm sure people in business have felt similar things. This isn't fair. Why is this so challenging? Why is all this happening? And so your reality is one where you're stressed out, you're anxious, you're depressed because of how you're responding but most of us don't see that it was the response we were having right we blame the circumstance a year into my accident my doctor told me Danielle this is your new normal there is no more healing you will do you need to adjust your life around your symptoms and something inside of me just switched it was like a, a switch of a uh, uh, a flip switched and, or switch flipped whatever I'm trying to say you get what I'm saying <laughs> so we get it so my internal response I went this isn't serving me like this mentality of being a victim is not serving me it's fact in fact it's making a lot of internal stress if I can take ownership if I can take some sort of control what control can I take and I realized I could master my own thinking I realized a lot of my thoughts weren't actually helpful And that I could make myself stop thinking about the past, stop worrying about the future, be in the present moment and figure out what could I do right now with where I was, you know, with what I had and move myself forward. And that was huge. And I use this in my business all the time because my internal response changing to, you know, my circumstances allowed me to find joy in the moment. It allowed me to find things that I could do. It changed my reality completely. I still had the injuries, the accident has still happened, right? Same external stuff, but my internal response switched and therefore my emotional state switched, everything switched. And so when I came into entrepreneurship and I started my business, all of these external things happen all of the time. And I realized I'm not going down that route again. I don't care what's happening in the external world. I am going to work up on my internal karma, the cause and effect that I have. So, so what is my interaction and reaction to life and to the circumstances and to the challenges and to the people in my business? You know, where can I operate where I have control and I don't lose my sanity and can start producing the outcomes that I want, right? Because I have the choice of how I'm going to, you know, interact and react.
0: That's fantastic. I mean, that actually, you know, segues beautifully into the fourth of your tips for today. So hit us up with that one.
2: Yeah. Look for the lesson in everything. (laughs) I I described life to you guys. I said, life is a therapeutic agitation. Uh, What do I mean by that? I believe that everything in life is unfolding for us. I truly believe that the things in front of us that are triggering us, that we're so quick to go, this isn't fair. I don't like that person. These politics are awful. They're actually triggering something inside of you right? Life is neutral. And this is really more of a spiritual teaching, right? Life is just neutral. But we look at it through the lens of our our past, right? Um, and and it causes us to, to get triggered. And what I would say is that, look, there's actually a lesson in that. Whatever is triggering you is trying to teach you that you have some unfinished business uh, that you haven't taken care of. Right. Some people, it's a fear of abandonment. It's a a fear of not being heard. It's a, 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 like, they don't have self worth. Like, all of us have these little pieces and it's different for everybody. Um, But if you can start to look at life and go, wow, this person is actually teaching me something that's within me that's unfinished. And this is, this is big. This is probably, like I said, this is a spiritual teaching. Um, But I apply it in business all the time. I use my business as a playground for these spiritual teachings where I can every single day in every action, every you know person that I meet, every conversation I have, if I get triggered, I do not just fall into my reaction. I witness it and I go, why in the world am I feeling that way? Right? This person agitated something within me. So that's why I look at life as a therapeutic agitation. And I say, okay, I'm being irritated because something within me is unfinished. And if I can work on that and release it, Well, it frees me up. And so through the years, it has helped me become the person I've become because it's allowed me deeper self-awareness, which has given me more confidence, which is key for every entrepreneur. That is what you need. And the more self-aware you become, and the more you learn to master your inner world and these inner dimensions and what's actually happening internally, right? When you understand you, you can start working through that. But I'll tell you what, it also helps you understand other people. Right. When you're going through the sales process with somebody, you start to see the lens that they are looking at life through. And then you get really clever at taking the lenses off, right? <laughs> Helping them see what's actually in front of them. And it can really help in, in incredible ways on all sides.
0: But okay, so so you've learned the lesson and everything, but do you truly believe and how do you believe that that everything that happens is really good?
2: Well, I think because of my car accident, which seemed like the most horrific thing that could have happened, right? I was pulled from my life at the age of 23, living the life of my dreams at the time and uh, couldn't work for several years, lost my health completely, told I was going to be like this forever. The darkest moment, right? And, And traumatic. And I can now look back 11 years on and I can see the beauty that came from that. Because had I not gone through that, I never would have come across the biotech discovery that helped my body initiate repair that I then have been able to educate and share with thousands of people the world over. And I would not have been able to touch the lives that I've touched. I also would not have the awareness of myself. I wouldn't have the confidence. None of that would have happened. And so I truly believe everything that happens is good. And I think that we are given gifts that come in very strange packages when it's something that's traumatic, be it a loss. You don't have to get in an accident like I did, but all of us have been through intense things, a bankruptcy, loss of a loved one, our health, whatever it is. And I believe those are the moments where you're forced to to question, to go within, to figure out what else there is. And good comes out of it. This is why I talk about post-traumatic growth. Because to me, it's like, Without that struggle, you wouldn't have been forced to become stronger. And now that you are stronger, you're better suited to help others and you're a better expression of yourself in the world. And that's what we need. We need more people lit up expressing, you know, their full potentiality. And I think it's the hard times that make strong people. It's kind of like going to the gym, right? We break down our muscles, we get stronger muscles. Uh, life breaks us down, we spiritually, mentally, emotionally get stronger. And so, yeah, I do believe everything is really good. You have to look for the good in it. And I think it's important to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting perspective. I like it. Okay. So, round us off. Tip number five.
2: (laughs) Release the outcome. You have the right to action. You do not have the right to the results of your action. This is something that... Uh, I have had to learn and learn and relearn, and I think if business owners can accept this, right? You're you can decide the direction you're moving, you can decide the actions you're taking, but you have zero control, right? That's this internal external thing again. You have zero control of when something occurs and how it occurs, and the sooner you realize that, the sooner you will just trust, stay in high activity, stay in motion, keep moving forward. And trust that the outcome will come when it's meant to. Uh, I have been impatient in my business often because I wanted to get to a certain space, be able to make a certain impact, and it just wasn't happening at the rate that I wanted. Hindsight's always great, right? Looking back, I can see there were lessons I needed to learn. There was things that I needed to work on within myself to be able to handle that next level. And so when it finally did arrive, it was because I had be- I had become the person that could meet it. You know, and so I think that you've got to just release the outcome. You have to realize that all you can do is the things within your control, which is set the direction and get into motion. And then you've got to realize that, you know, you're co-creating and and things will come in. And when you're in motion, I mean it's incredible, right? You you get in motion over here and all of a sudden a connection happens over here. It's not, it's like networking. It's not like a A leads to B. It's like <laughs> A led to B, C, D, E, F, and now we're here at G. And uh that's how life is, right? All of these things come together when they're meant to. And uh when you have that faith and trust and you release the outcome, it's going to be a much more pleasant journey and uh yeah. <laughs> the the impatience that can be there, uh you know, kind of you can can get that away.
1: Uh it's I think it's so true and and it's it's hard though at times, isn't it, to to actually release and let go and you know, see what comes. But um, I'm looking at the clock here, and uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to release uh, what's left of our time together. Uh, Should our listeners want to get in touch with you and find out more about the work that you do? What's the best way for them to do that?
2: Social media. I'm on all the main platforms, and it's my name, Danielle Matthews. On Instagram, there's, you know, uh, you got to have a little bit. Before and after that, but Facebook is probably the easiest way. Message me on any of the platforms. It's me there uh, running online content, and I share tips like this all the time. And would love to connect with anyone uh, that would like to would like to talk more.
0: Thank you very much, Danielle Matthews. From I'm going to say Florida because you know to try and get to the little town as you said that you live in the middle of the forest, which sounds pretty cool. Um, although my knowledge of Florida would say if it's in the Everglades, maybe it's a little bit. Uh, little bit scary but thank you very much for joining us on today's edition of the top five podcast thank you to my co-host Lindsay adams from brisbane australia this is rail bricker from perth western australia signing off for another edition of the top five podcast